This is episode 33 of Essential Oils by Design. podcast about essential oils and human design and how they work so beautifully together. We're your hosts, Ros Isbell and Nani Chisire, and there's three things that we're both passionate about. Essential oils, human design, and making the world a better place by helping people get both in their lives. Hello everyone, this time we've got just me behind the wheel. Nani and I are cooking up some really exciting things for Essential Oils by Design listeners, things that we hope a lot of you will be interested in. And Nani is head down, backside up in creation mode. And I am, I'm the one that's doing the podcast this week. So what I thought we would talk about is what it's like to have a human design session because I know that there's a lot of fascination around people's individual charts. It's all well and good to have the individual pieces of the chart picked apart like we tend to do on the podcast every week. But what does it actually look like to have your own chart interpreted by a human design specialist? And there are many, many wonderful human design specialists out there and you should have no trouble in finding someone with whom your energy resonates. I think that's really, really important that you find somebody to do your reading for you that you resonate with. Just make sure, you know, before you press that booking button that you feel good about this person doing your reading for you because I know from my own personal experience that there have been people who've come to me who've had readings before and they haven't got from their readings what they had hoped for and I think they had have done a little bit more homework and checked in with their own intuition before they actually went ahead with the reading they might have found that the reading resonated with them a little bit more than it did. So I really encourage you to make sure that whoever does your reading for you is somebody that you resonate with yourself. So, okay, you've done it. You've booked a reading. Now it's going to depend on who does the reading for you and how long the reading is going to be because, you know, as I always say, I could talk about someone's human design chart for a day, probably two days, and in the various various types of readings that you can get done, whether they be relationship readings or business readings or individual personal readings, you know, you could talk for days and days, but we need to narrow a lot of information down into a relatively short period of time. That's going to be a big factor around what comes up in the meeting. So from my perspective, and I'm sure that most human design specialists would do this too, 
when we first meet and, and my sessions are done on Zoom, Zoom's one of those video conferencing platforms and it's super easy to download. It's basically pressing a button and there it is. And then we can see each other and we can chat and I can record sessions. So after the session, you get a video and an audio recording of what transpired during our time together. And the very first thing that I tend to ask my clients is, you know, how much do you know about human design? And that will obviously dictate where we go and how much detail I go into on the basics because yeah, the basics are super, super important. And I have found it to be my experience that often people who do have an understanding of the basics of human design, and by that I mean their type, they understand what it means to be a generator or they understand what it means to be a projector, etc. It's all it's one thing to know what it means to be a projector. It's another thing to really understand at a very deep level what that means to you in your everyday life. And so sometimes it's helpful to go into that level of detail and go down into you know, what it means to be a generator and how the sacral functions and all that sort of thing. So we need to establish how much knowledge you have on human design and whether or not it's worthwhile digging any deeper or whether there's some resources that I can direct you to that will help you to learn on your own a little bit more because some people prefer to do that and that's fine. We want to make sure that the time we spend together is used in the best, most efficient way. So there's that first question, how much do you know about human design? And then the next question is, what do you want to get out of the session? Now, I will say to the person very often, you might have something that's specific that you want to get out of the session or you might just want to see how it goes and where the energy takes us because I think sometimes that can be really amazing if we both sit back and just see where the session goes. Most of my work is actually channeled. So once you and I have sort of connected, our energies combine and I can't tell you what's going to come out of my mouth. Even if you've told me exactly what you want to get out of the session, I still can't tell you what's going to happen. I used to have a, have a formula, which I stuck to very strictly, and I don't do that. I haven't done that for some time now. For quite a while, my sessions have been channeled. So you will tell me if you have any specific questions, if you have a theme for the session, like if you want it to be about where you should go next, you're stuck and you don't know where you should go next, or you're having a particular issue communicating or you know, there, there might be a very specific question that you have that you want answered during the course of the session. And most of the time, it's not that you want the whole session to be about that, it's that you want the answer to that to come up during the session. So we go from there and often what will happen is we will, after we've talked about you being your particular type and we've worked out how much we need to spend on that we then have a look at the centers and we look at where you're open in particular because open centers are going to be where you have the potential to have been conditioned and for some people we go into quite a bit of detail with the centers and for other people we don't you know for other people i might refer them back to episodes of this podcast for some people, I'll look at their chart and it will come to me that we need to spend some time in certain areas. 
So we might look at, you know, what it means to have an open emotional solar plexus. You know, that means that we're taking in the emotional energy from around us and we're amplifying it. And we'll look at what that might mean to that particular person. An open spleen is another one that's really, you know, all of the open centers are important, but some centers really stand out. An open spleen, I think, is one that people need to understand because that means that you're going to have a very sensitive immune system. It means you can be very aware of when things aren't right with you. It means that you'll probably have a lifelong history of getting sick easily or feeling sick. But we talk about what that means to you in, in terms of your ability to pick things that are wrong with yourself, but also your ability to see those in other people. So we look at the open centres. If you've got an open head, an ajna, if you've got an open throat, if you've got an open G centre, it can explain so much about what's been going on for you all of your life. And we can look at that specifically for your life circumstances and what that might mean. Then we might have a look at the defined centres and we might see where you're defined. You might be a manifesting generator with the channel 3420. And having that explained to you can really open some doors. It can really help to get you unstuck because I do see 3420s who are often quite stuck. And to have their superpowers explained to them can really make all the difference in moving forward. We'll look very closely if, if you happen to be one of the 50% of the population who have a defined emotional solar plexus. We look at what that means to you. We talk about your emotional wave, the specific emotional wave that you have and what that might look to you because there are a few different types of emotional waves. We talk about what it means to reach emotional clarity. We talk about what it looks like when you... Are low on your wave and what you can do about it. We talk about essential oils. We talk about how they can help you very quickly. But perhaps there might be some other ways that you can increase your emotional vibration and get you off the floor of your emotional wave. So we look at those areas of definition. We look at particular gates that are coming off your defined centers and how they might be playing out for you. Now, I just want to chuck a caveat in here. <laughs> and say that I'm telling you what we look at, but we might not look at that in your session because that might not be the direction that you want to head. Or it might be that during the time that we have allotted, it comes up that something more important needs to be discussed. And I think it's really important that if we've kind of handed it over, then we allow that to be what is important for you at this particular time. So, yeah, we look at all of those things. And the other thing that's really important for you to be aware of is that every chart is different. So I look at each chart and I get a different reaction with each chart that I look at. It will spark something different each time I look at a different chart. So that's going to affect the way that the reading heads, of course. So the thing that everybody, almost everybody, is really interested in is what do those numbers mean? What, what does it mean if I've got you know, the 59 in my conscious sun? What does it mean? What is the conscious sun? What do all these numbers mean that have been defined in my chart? 
So what I really try to make sure that we cover off, no matter how short or long our session is, is some of the top numbers at least. Now, I want to say that every single energy in the chart is important. Every single energy adds a flavour to the truth of who you are. But we want to make sure that we get the big ones out of the way, depending on how much time we have. I mean, sometimes I'll do a session and all we'll talk about are the gate numbers and channels inside your chart and what they mean to you. And they can be lots of fun to do as well. We'll often talk about what your energies mean in terms of relationships. I do uh, relationship sessions. I also do, and these are some of my favourite ones to do, I do family sessions. So we pull up on the screen all of the family members' charts and we look and see how each of the family members are interacting with one another. So we look at the types. We see that we might have mum who's a manifesting generator and dad who's a generator and a couple of kids and we might have a projector and we might have a manifester. So we might have one of each type except for the reflector type. Well, we might have a reflector in there as well. And we talk about how those energies interact we talk about how the little projector might be struggling to keep up with the rest of you. We talk about how their open centres might be affected by others' defined centres. We talk about how emotions work in your family. We talk about little red flags to look out for, like open G centres in kids. We talk about how open throats, undefined throats might be affecting the family. All sorts of things come up in a family reading. Another thing that I look at and I always talk about when I see it in a chart, no matter how long or short the reading is, is whether there's sensitivity defined because this can really make a huge difference to a person. Knowing that they've been having this experience of being sensitive all their life and, in fact, there it is in the chart, this happens over and over again and it is so affirming and validating to know that it's actually who you are, it's actually who you came here to be and there is nothing wrong with you because we're very judgmental, aren't we, as a society on people who come across as being sensitive. That's certainly been the case in the past. I, I think it would be difficult for most of you to disagree with that. I mean, I think we are becoming more sensitive to people who are highly sensitive, but we've still got a long way to go. And I really want to make sure that people who are highly sensitive gain some strength from knowing that that's who they are and who they came here to be. We'll also talk about your fears too, because, and you know that Nani and I have done a podcast on the fears of the spleen. We'll talk about the sorts of things that might be holding you back and whether or not they are actually real fears, whether they're fears that you know, should be listened to or whether they're fears that should be pushed through. So we'll talk about that as well. And look, I'm very aware of the fact that I'm not talking a whole lot about essential oils in this particular podcast. You know that essential oils are my go-to when it comes to working with areas of vulnerability in the chart. 
particularly with emotions. They're why I got into essential oils in the first place was to deal with my emotions, to deal with the emotions of my family and to help other people around me to deal with emotions. And seriously, that's for everyone, whether you're defined or whether you're open in the emotional solar plexus. It doesn't matter. Essential oils can help with our emotions, open or defined. So even though I'm not being very specific here, I mean, I can be, you know, for me that the joyful blend, elevation as it's known in doTERRA is one that will get me feeling so much better when I'm low on my way. Wild orange is another one that will get me feeling really well. And while Nani isn't here today, I just wanted to talk about something that I would love you all to check out. Nani's been working with the gorgeous Emily, who actually designed our Essential Oils by Design logo. You know, when you click on the logo for Essential Oils by Design, you get that gorgeous pink logo. Emily designed that and she's an artist and she does the most gorgeous work. And between them, Emily and Nani have developed these zines. They're called zines. So they're like mini magazines. And they've done one for each of the human design types. They are the most stunning little books you'll ever see. And you can purchase them. And I highly recommend it. I really love mine. I've got the full set and they are absolutely gorgeous. And you can get them from humandesignpdx.com. Jump on that website and have a look at them and see what I'm talking about. Have a look at how gorgeous these little zines are. And they are full of fabulous information for each of the types. So there's one zine for each of the types and you can buy the full set if you want to or you can buy them individually. So have a look at those because they really are a great way to get a really firm grasp on how your human design type works. And they're a really great thing to have and to have, I think it's really cool to use this word, they are a really cool thing to embody prior to having a human design reading. When I say embody, I mean you read these things and you take them in at a cellular level and they having these zines in your life will actually help you in the next step of having a reading. Now, you don't need to do any of these things. You can work out your own human design by yourself if you want to, but I would encourage everybody to have a reading if it's in your budget, to have a reading and you know, to grab these zines to find out about your own type, maybe to have them once you've got your own, you could give them as gifts because they're the sort of thing that a friend or a relation might really appreciate. So if we've got time in our human design session, other things that we might look at are your profile. So there's 12 profiles. You might be a 3-5 or you might be a 2-4 or a 5-1. We talk about what that means. Now, we can spend a lot of time on that or we can spend the tiniest amount of time on that, just explaining you know, the very basics of what it means. But that's who you are. And it's actually one of the things that's very, very difficult to condition away from you. And I really like explaining that to people, explaining why they are who they are, if you like. It's a different kind of information than the gates and channels give you or than the 
energy centers, whether they be defined or open, give you. It's really cool information to understand your profile. And we also sometimes talk about if we have time, we'll talk about your different definition, whether you're a single definition or a split definition or a triple split definition or even a quadruple split definition. We talk about that and what that means to you. So you can see that there is a huge amount to talk about in a human design session. There really is a lot that we can get into, but I want you to to know that you get out of it what you need to get out of it. You really need to make sure that the person who's doing the reading understands what you want to get out of it. They understand that either you have some very specific outcomes that you want to achieve from the session or that you really want to see what comes up. And I will say, you know, I I love having some specific themes to cover off. But I also really love the sessions where we get to just see where the energy takes us. And I often find they're the ones that are perhaps even the most powerful sessions. Once the session's over, you get a recording. So in the you know 24 hours or so after the session, you get a recording, you get a video recording and an audio recording. So you can listen or watch depending on what's the most convenient for you. And you download those and then I really encourage my clients to watch or listen to their session at least two or three times in the next two or three weeks after they've had the session because it takes time to integrate this information I had my first human design reading a long time ago and I can tell you that I have listened to it many, many times and every time I listen to it, I hear something else. I hear it in a different way. Now, I do have an open head and ajna (laughs) and so that is one of the reasons why that happens but I also think because human design is very information dense, I think that listening to it several times helps you to integrate the information at different levels and at different levels of your own knowledge. And if you listen to it again 12 months after you've had the session, you know, 12 months into your human design journey, you hear different things because you have a different level of knowledge around those particular areas. So I really encourage everybody to listen to their readings as many times as they can be bothered to do because they will only gain from doing that. And and I also encourage people to have readings from different specialists. Don't just have a, a reading with one person because you'll be amazed at how many different interpretations you can get on one chart. And you know, as long as you resonate with the person who's doing the reading for you, you'll get something out of it. If you don't resonate with that person, if you've checked out their offerings and it doesn't gel for you, then it probably will be money wasted if you book a reading with that person. But if it does gel with you, then you're going to get something from them. So I hope that was helpful for you. I hope that has inspired you perhaps to have your own human design reading. There are many, many human design specialists out there. So find somebody that you resonate with. Find somebody whose energy you feel good about, that you gel with. 
That's the most important thing, I think. And if you want to know more about what Nani and I do, we both have websites. We both have human design businesses. We both have essential oils businesses. And we would both love to help you out. So if you're wanting to contact Nani, you'll find her at humandesigntools.com. And my website is findyournaturalgroove.com. If you have any questions at all about what I've discussed today or about anything that's come up in any of our podcasts, please send either of us an email either via our websites or you can go to oilsbydesignpodcast at gmail.com and you will be able to send us a question there or a comment. Tell us what you think of what we're doing. While I'm on that very subject, if you have time, we would so appreciate it if you could go to Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and leave us a review. Leave us a five-star rating, hopefully, if you like what we're doing. That just allows us to get to more people and to be able to continue to do this work in a format that's relevant to everybody and that in its own way